0: I'm Tisha Bader and in the news, disturbing, anti-Semitic, and even threatening social media posts and comments from rapper, songwriter, and record producer Kanye West, including him writing, I'm going CON 3 on Jewish people. The tweets getting him locked out of Twitter and causing outrage and condemnation from across the spectrum, including from the Anti-Defamation League who said his comments were dangerous. Arye Tuchman, is Senior Associate Director of the Anti-Defamation League's Center on Extremism. And he joins us now from the ADL headquarters in New York to talk about the tweets and the ADL's response. Aryeh, thank you so much for being here.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: So what do you make of the tweets and posts and comments from Kanye West? And and what do you think is at the root cause of, of these remarks?
1: It's really difficult to speculate about the root cause of why a person uh, would articulate anti-Semitic ideas, espouse anti-Semitic conspiracy theories. Certainly some people have speculated that there is an element of mental illness uh, in, uh, in Kanye's uh, background, which may be leading him or exacerbating uh, the way he expresses himself on these issues. Uh, but I don't think we need to go there. Um, I think we need to uh, look specifically at what he's saying, uh, and take him—you know—at at his word that he believes that uh, you know in terrible stereotypes about Jewish people uh, and money. Uh, he has cast doubt on the Jewish heritage of uh, many millions of Jewish people uh, in uh, in the world today, uh, and the uh, the types of uh, stereotypes that he has been articulating. Uh, although they are not uh, directly threatening any one particular individual at a time of rising numbers of anti Semitic incidents and anti Semitic rhetoric around the world, uh, these types of statements and stereotypes absolutely have to be
0: condemned. I want to just read one of the responses from the ADL. Um, one of the tweets reads Power, disloyalty, greed, deicide, blood, denial, anti Zionism. All of these are anti Semitic tropes that we break down in our anti Semitism uncovered guide. Many of these myths have influenced Kanye West's comments recently, and it's dangerous. So, is this a situation where you say, okay, this person has been misinformed? This person has been influenced by these things being said, by misinformation, miseducation? Is it more ignorance, do you think? Or coming from a place of, of hatred?
1: Again, it's really hard to know what's inside a person's heart uh, and to understand and to know their educational background and the experiences that they've had. But this is not the first time that Kanye West has expressed uh, anti Semitic ideas or anti Semitic beliefs. Um, for example, uh, we know back in uh, 2013, he famously got into a controversy when he made comments about how Jewish people have unfair advantages uh, over uh, Black people. He was involved in a controversy at the time, and at that moment, he claimed that he had a conversation with the, uh, the greatest anti-Semite in the country, Louis Farrakhan, uh, who counseled him to be strong and not to apologize. Uh, so where did Kanye get these ideas from about Jews and money, about Jews and power, um, uh, about Jewish heritage uh, and, and and ideas about, you know, uh, whether Jewish people are actually the true uh, heirs of the biblical Israelites, where did he get these ideas from and what is in his heart, I don't know exactly, but I do know that he has a history of these things uh, at this point, uh, and I'm concerned that he is using his celebrity and his uh, influence to spread these ideas further.
0: And you bring up Farrakhan, and I did want to just mention, um, so Jonathan Greenblatt, CEO of the ADL, of course, was was on this program earlier this year, and he spoke about his book on antisemitism. And he spoke about this idea of council versus cancel culture, of when are there opportunities to sit down, have a dialogue with somebody, to counsel rather than cancel them. And, and um, you know, Nick Cannon, it was 2020, I believe, made the remarks that he did uh, from Louis Farrakhan in support of Farrakhan and, and some hateful anti-Semitic comments. He was, uh, the Simon Wiesenthal Center reached out to him, the ADL may have as well. And there was, it seemed, some progress made, some sort of um, reconciling with what he had said, an apology. Do you think this, in this case, is there room for such a dialogue and has the ADL reached out or do they plan on reaching out? Do you plan on reaching out?
1: Yeah, I'm not aware uh, of an ADL effort to reach out uh, to Kanye. It may have happened and I'm just not aware of it. Um, Look, I would love it if uh, it would be possible for uh, Kanye to uh, learn more uh, about Jews and about the history and the uh, uh, damage that anti-Semitism uh, has. Uh, if there is some way of coming to some reconciliation, to some understanding, uh, I think that would be wonderful.
0: Yeah, and it's interesting, and, and I and I hear what you're saying, and I guess um, it's important to always be hopeful that there is a path um, toward that end. But I do want to just mention a uh, mention that uh, the Hollywood Reporter recently um, shared that. Uh, Kanye was, was taped for a show called The Shop, which is produced by uh, the same two gentlemen who produced Recipe for Change. Uh, we aired, we just aired Recipe for Change, Stand Up to Anti-Semitism, which Jonathan was, was a part of. It's a fantastic program. Uh, Maverick Carter and LeBron James produce it. They also produce a show called The Shop. And they just shared, uh, Maverick Carter shared with The Hollywood Reporter that they taped Kanye for a show just a few days ago that they had booked it weeks back and that Maverick Carter said he had a conversation with Kanye before taping, given everything that's happened in the last few weeks, and was reassured and and felt confident that Kanye would be able to have um, a civil conversation um, that was without hate speech. And Carter said, um, I'm going to just read this from the article. article I believed believe he was capable, capable of a respectful discussion and he was ready to address all his recent comments. Unfortunately, he used the shop to reiterate more hate speech and extremely dangerous stereotypes. He said, we've made the decision not to air the episode or any of his remarks. While the shop embraces thoughtful discourse and differing opinions, we have zero tolerance for hate speech of any kind and will never allow our channels to be used to promote hate, and again, they they pulled the episode. It's not going to air. Um, so this was like a week after, or days after all of the backlash, and still, this is what happened. And you know, maybe in the future, there's there's hope for some for some dialogue, but it seems that um, that that might be a bit premature. But how important are voices like Maverick Carter's, like LeBron James, um, others who have come out, not just specifically from the Jewish community, but others who say this will not stand, this is not acceptable?
1: Absolutely, I think it's incumbent on people from all communities uh, to stand up, uh, to be sort of upstanders and uh, people who are able to uh, explain uh, to, and, and, and announce to everyone that they support Jewish people at a moment when Jews feel historically vulnerable, when they have been subjected to the type of anti-Semitic rhetoric coming out of Kanye and others. Uh, I think absolutely it's, it's fantastic to see uh, our allies in the African-American community and other communities standing up uh, to uh, reject this type of uh, anti-Semitic rhetoric.
0: Are you, are you ever concerned that some of these tropes that Kanye seems to be uh, propagating and you know these are ancient tropes that have besieged the Jewish people for so long um, the, these tropes of power of money of, of trying to control and do you ever feel that they sort of get normalized with with time passing and and it's always surprising to me that these tropes still come up Today, we hear them in so many different situations, and yet they're so old. Have they become mainstreamed at all or normalized in any way? And how do we fight against that? Yeah,
1: I think that you always have to look at which population are we talking about and which tropes are we talking about? I think that today, for example, in the United States, it is less socially acceptable to be explicitly or overtly anti-Semitic and to articulate the types of anti-Semitic tropes and themes Uh, that we saw from Kanye and others, it is less socially acceptable today to do that than it was, let's say, 100 years ago. Um, You know, when Jewish children would get beat up on their way to school and Jews would be called Christ killers uh, in churches and things like that. So I think we are in a better place today, um, especially in uh, the United States. Uh, than we have been in other geographic places and in other time periods in history. So I don't wanna lose that perspective. But by the same token, there are uh, places within uh, the US, there are populations uh, of, of people uh, who have ideological commitments uh, to you know, various causes, some of which incorporate anti-Semitism, some of which incorporate anti-Zionism. Uh, and in, uh, in that way, in those communities, these types of uh, anti-Jewish beliefs can fester uh, and spread. And this is an unfortunate uh, example of that, uh, where you have an individual like Kanye West who seems to uh, have picked up uh, amount of, some degree of anti-Jewish animus, or at least uh, the acceptance of anti-Jewish beliefs and stereotypes uh, that he is elevating and sharing with millions of followers today.
0: And that's really, of course, also one of the core issues and the ADL brings that up, Um, you bring it up in your tweets, also is this huge platform that he has. And of, you know, perhaps he has been misinformed. Perhaps there are ideas that he is not educated enough about and is ignorant about. And, you know, there's always that fear that all these people that there are so many people now that, that those ideas are being exposed to that perhaps will just latch on to that, and that's a huge number and, and a really a serious issue.
1: Anti-Semitism is a virus. Uh, it's a virus of the mind and it's a virus of the heart. And unfortunately, we have seen that when anti-Semitic ideas and tropes and narratives and stereotypes uh, go unchecked, they do propagate and uh, across populations. Uh, this is especially true in the age of social media, when a single influencer with, uh, the, you know, the press of a button or uh, on the top of a phone is able to send their ideas about Jews uh, to millions of people. Uh, so again, it just underscores the need for us to uh, denounce these ideas, to educate where possible, but to denounce when necessary uh, and make sure that these ideas don't get further purchased among other populations.
0: Absolutely. And, and again, also just to uh you know reiterate that there have been many people who have come out in Hollywood and beyond Jewish organizations from the from the Black community, as you mentioned, that have been very, very strong in their stance against what Kanye said and you know firm in in the absolute unacceptability of this kind of hate speech, whomever it targets. And um and perhaps there will be a point in time where a dialogue Is possible with him. Um, You know, I I know that you do incredible work at the ADL and the Center for Extremism as well. And uh, there's always so much to be learned and so much to be shared. So thank you so much for for what you do at the Center for Extremism and for sharing some of that, some of those thoughts and uh, analyzing the situation with us here today.
1: Thanks. It's been a pleasure.
0: Thank you so much. Arya Tuckman is Senior Associate Director of the Center for Extremism at the Anti-Defamation League. And we thank him so much for his time today. And thank you as always to our Director, Sloan Copeland, Managing Director, Dara Gollub, Transmissions Manager, John McDevitt, Technical Manager, Michael Paley, Producer, Carol Lilienthal, and Executive Producer, Mark Gollub. And thank you for watching in the news.